0: Awesome. Okay. So, welcome to this episode of Gents Talk, a uh, series by Gents Post coming to you from the Startwell Studio in Toronto. Um, Sponsored by Belova, our friends at Belova, and then our fits are by Got Style, so thank you very much to them. Today we've got a, a very special and a very funny guest, one that I've been excited to talk to since the last time we talked in November, it was. I was looking it up. That was yeah. the last time we talked. And a lot has happened since November. We got Nima Naz. Yeah. What's going on, buddy? Yeah, yeah, What's up? Yeah. How you doing?
1: Good, good. Um, it's great to be here. I feel like I'm an MBA interview. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um just glad to be a part of this organization and um, ready to start the new journey.
0: Very nice, very nice. Was there anything about this team that just stood out to you?
1: Yeah, you know, um, just, uh, you know, my guy. I'm just uh, impersonating LeBron. <laughs> My guy CB1, uh D- Wade. Um
0: <laughs> So, um the last time we talked, mm-hmm. you know, you were just sort of hitting your stride. We talked about a lot of interesting stuff and if it's all right with you, I want to go over some of that stuff again cuz I want to know where you've been on your journey mm-hmm. like the, yeah, there's true. some some interesting stuff. But um firstly, what was it like meeting Gary V because when we talked about that, you were telling me how much of an inspiration the guy was to you. So yeah. for you to like finally meet him, and for him to call you out on one of his shows too, that must have been dope.
1: Yeah, that was that was a very surreal experience, for sure. Um, it's a, I, I think I just manifested that, but at the same time, it's with the hard work. You know, you, you have to still work for it. You can manifest shit, but that doesn't mean anything mm. unless you work at it, right? So yeah, in my mind, I'm like. Every day, I'm going to meet him one day. I'm going to meet him one day. I'm going to keep doing these videos. I'm going to meet him one day. And then after, I guess, two years of doing impressions of him, finally his team reached out. And they're like, hey, we want you to be a part of Ask Gary V. This is like his podcast first. And then they're like, oh, by the way, like he's doing his first like conference in, uh, in May or June or whatever. Uh, would you like to be a part of it? And I was like, what the fuck? 100%. <laughs> Definitely, right? No, I was losing. I was like, this is crazy. This wouldn't have happened if I didn't just start making content. Hmm. Like, literally, like he says. Yeah. <laughs> taking content his whole ethos of what he does, put like, taking it into my own life and just doing it, and
2: it got me to there.
1: And it's just, I don't know. Did that bump up the So numbers? simple so like,
2: that? Did you see a big bump from his endorsement or him bringing you a call, Yeah, a little bit. Um,
1: it wasn't anything crazy, but yeah, definitely more and more people were started recognizing me or seeing my stuff, um, coming to my page. Yeah.
0: yeah That's it. been a good validation that your work is like, you know, you put in the effort, you put in the work, people are starting to recognize it. The people that you wanted to recognize it are recognizing it. Cause you also did some, some up for some pretty big names. You want to tell us about that?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I opened for, uh, this comedian Masjedbrani, and he's he's a big uh, comedian in, in Iranian yeah. culture. I guess he's a big uh, Iranian Persian comedian from L.A. Um, and when I before I even started comedy, I would watch his stuff on TV. You know, yeah. and uh, same with Russell Peters. Like Russell Peters is my big inspiration. I haven't obviously worked with him yet, but. Yet. But I Yet. will like <laughs> that I like that. Yeah. Manifested. Yeah. 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 So you know what's coming. Yeah, for sure. Um but yeah, Moz was one of those guys I kinda cause like because he's same culture, I looked up to him a lot and then um I finally got his attention and he asked me to open for him. You no, know, that's the same thing. Like I always in I always manifest this shit and I just keep working on my craft. And eventually it's gonna happen. I just tell myself, eventually it's gonna work out and it keeps working out. So it might I, take a while, but it's worth it when it does happen.
0: And how do you deal with the times where Things aren't going the right way.
1: I mean, yeah. I mean, it's yeah, it's super tough. But I have to keep reminding myself that I have the right people around me, and that's what really matters. And that's what keeps me going and keeps me on the right path. Like having my brother as my manager, you know, having a team behind me. You know, it's. Not, I look at it as like when I do have these these rough days or times, I always think about it as it's not just me anymore. There's a whole operation going on. So I I can't slack. I can't dwell on what just happened or whatever. Right? It's like something, you know, performing in a poor way. Like you know what I'm saying. So, mm.
0: wanna I, I want to ask you about something? The I saw a video that you posted about some not so nice comments about you and some of the work that you do, calling you racist, misogynistic. <laughs> yeah, you know which one I'm talking about.
1: Um, I, I, I do that shit all the time. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> yeah, well, well um, yeah.
0: the thing I wanted to, to bring up was when I was talking to Russell, he, uh, I get to say that now, like, you know, him and I are yeah, our buddies. <laughs> buddies yeah. Yeah. So one of the things he talked about was how hard it is for newer comedians to, to really build their craft in, in, in a time when everything is sort of up for debate, what you can and can't say. Mm-hmm. How are you navigating that?
1: I just I I look at as social media as a tool. We have an advantage over co- older comedians. Just like, keep like that right. If you can, just keep yeah, the, yeah. Um, we we actually have an advantage over older generations of comedians and whoever. Um, but it's just yeah, it's it's, the, it's that that the hate and the the comments that can get to people, and it's gotten to me a couple times, but not really. I mean, more like there's there's times where I'll look at them like wow like. Jesus Christ! <laughs> like, yeah, like so much fucking hate. Like, what's wrong with you guys, right? Um, but then most of the time, it's it's all positive, which is good too. But I also the Gary Vee method of like not going, not seeing the highs or the lows, really helps. Mm-hmm. Of like, yeah, sure, you know, there's some haters, but if you look too much on the positives as well, you'll get in your head and you think you're the king. Yeah. And I don't want to think that way. I want to think that there's always
2: something to work on and grow on. So. Do you think people are extra sensitive now? It's like you can't say anything. You can't, like, with comedy, it's all about, you know, sort of bending the rules yeah. with the race and, mm-hmm. you know, gender and all this stuff. And in this day and age, it's like everyone's so sensitive. Like, yeah. It's just relax. It's just a joke,
1: right? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, do you get a lot of yeah. that? Like, do you feel that? Yeah. I mean, you can say whatever you want, but...
3: You just got to be prepared for the... <laughs> yeah, you just want to prepare for the backlash. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: You got to be willing to be comfortable uh, of the backlash. But no... I mean, I'm not a very offensive person, I don't think like I sure I pu- push the boundary with race cultural stuff, but that's just who I am. It's like that's that's how I grew up, you know yeah the, the, the thing I realize that makes it very easy for me to get past the negativity is that uh, I have the full context of my life. Those people don't have context of my life. so obviously they're gonna judge a book by its cover and say what they want. Um, but also, there's also just jealousy and people who just don't want to see you win, and they want to bring sure. you down because they can't do it for themselves. Mm-hmm. So I actually feel sorry for those people, and I feel sad for those people because I wish they could also have what I'm working on, which is, very, I think, very special. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I just kind of do what I want that makes me happy. Um, and I do it out of love, obviously, too, and I, I want to represent people, not bring them down. Um, and But along the way, there are instances where it might come off as, you know, shitting on someone or whatever, but it's like, it's not my intention. Mm. That's why this is, that's why this is important because I get to express my thoughts and people can understand where the fuck I'm coming from. Mm. Um, But yeah, that's pretty much how I look at it.
0: So comedy obviously is a huge, huge influence for you, a huge factor. And I know you've shared the story with me, but maybe you can share the story with everybody else of how you sort of came across comedy Mm -hmm. at one moment.
1: Yeah, it was, um... Yeah, when I was a younger kid, and my dad and I would watch Just for Laughs together. Um, but more, I didn't care about Just for Laughs. I care about you know, Russell Peters uh, on the on the on the screen. You know, and um, he was definitely one of the first inspirations. I was like, "Oh wow, this guy's this fucking Indian guy is on stage, talking about Asians and Indian people and Black people and White people, and people are laughing." And I'm like, "Wow, this is so unique. I've never seen this before." Um, and that definitely sparked a lot of interest in my mind and my body subconsciously without even knowing because that's just that's how i that's my sense of humor as well but i didn't know that as a, at a young age right it's like you just you're very naive until i grew up and i realized oh shit i'm pretty much like i'm what russell peters is you know as a young kid i think i don't know and then that's just kind of how i went with my life
0: so you were in if i remember correctly you were at uft was yeah it? and then you dropped out mm-hmm what, what triggered that
1: um uh, well i've i i i always lived my life making decisions because of other people's opinions and for once in my life when i found something that i really liked i was like oh i have to do this for me for once i have to make this decision for myself for once and be willing to deal with the responsibilities and the risks did of- your parents support it yeah, I'm. Yeah, I mean, they were. They didn't really get it at first, because they're like, "Oh, like we just paid all this money for you to go to the university and study this fucking mediocre program that I don't give a fuck about." Um,
0: what was the program?
1: It was kinesiology. Okay. Like, I was going to become a teacher. Like <laughs> nothing against teachers. I think I could actually be a great teacher, uh, and I would have done it if I didn't find comedy. But when I found comedy, I was like, "There's no way I can't. I can't try." Like I, I I've always been the funny guy. I always people always say, Oh, you're so funny like you make me laugh. But I'm like, Why can't I do that professionally? And so that's when I just made the decision. It clicked for me. And I just I just dropped out and I didn't even tell them. I just I dropped out and then I told them. How'd they oh, react? And then Well, they were disappointed at first and my mom was crying, She said, Oh, how are you gonna make money? How are you gonna do this? How are you gonna do that? Oh, uh, right? And my dad's like, Oh, like just paid all his fucking money <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Like, Yeah, I get it. I'm sorry, but I have to do this for me, because I've when because I always tell my, all my friends and everyone else who is stuck in this realm of like only one way to succeed, which is going through university and getting a degree. Yep. I'm like, yo, if your parents die tomorrow, are you still happy doing what you're doing? Like, are you doing it for them or for you? Right. Mm-hmm. So what's the point if they're gone? And that's the way I see it. I'm like, like they're gonna be gone for like thirty, forty years, pretty much, as I'm still doing my careers and like, what am I waste my fucking the rest of my life, mm. because they wanted me to do it, right? And I'm like, no, I can't.
2: But there's so many people stuck. Oh, in they're that stuck. Place, all my, right? a lot of
1: my friends are like that. A lot of people I know, um, and I try to get to their heads, but they're like, no, I have to because of this, because of religion, yeah. or because of this, or because of that. I'm like, you guys are all fucking idiots, in my opinion. And I don't care a fuck. I'll say that yeah, oh, you gotta in just public.
3: Do, do what you want. And yeah, do. yeah. And like you just gotta just do it for you because that's all that matters. Yeah, like, and it's so hard. And right? so you're saying like people, you have to. Trying to, like, appease other people. Oh, yeah. It's hard to spread. So, like, how, like, how do you really so feel when you realize, you know what? I oh, got this is just me. I'm going to just do it because this is what I want. Like, how is, like, getting to that point?
2: Yeah. It's it's the most liberating feeling, man.
3: Yeah.
1: When did so you liberating. get there? Because
2: like, I'm just figuring this out now. I'm 37. And I'm like, you know what? Well, I want to wake up happy every day, right? Mm-hmm. And there's so many ways to do this. This is not 1999 anymore or eight in the 80s. We don't need yeah. to go and do those old ways of living. You could literally, you know, make a living from this device right yeah. here. And people are doing it, right So it's like find your happiness and just do that and just it's really hard to get there it's easier said than done and yeah, then not sure. give a fuck what people think yeah especially family right yeah. so like what like you've realizing that is a big thing and and i think you're like i, I hear you sit, talking about in, in in your in your content yeah. all that and it's you know it's inspiring to see that right it's, yeah. it's, even in your circles you forget how many people are actually stuck in that and live their yeah. lives for their parents or for their community or their culture or their religion so it's sad to see, right?
1: Because I, I mean, like, yeah, it is easier said than done. But also, I don't know. I just feel like life is too short. And if you just zoom out and see the bigger picture of life, uh, what like you're just gonna do one thing? I could actually do comedy for like 30 more years, and then after 30 years, be like, ah, I'm done, and then do another passion of mine. Like Thirty years to still work. so more, yeah. You know <laughs> mean, it's it's like it's not like Gary Vee, but it's, it's the truth, bro. <laughs> because he would say the same shit. Like you yeah. can fucking do 30 more years. <laughs> And find another fucking passion, okay? Right? But like, it's the truth, bro. It's the fucking this truth.
0: It's yeah. better in person than it is <laughs> <Yeah>. in video. <laughs> holy.
1: It's the truth, though, because like, I'm a drummer. Like, I love music. And I actually try to incorporate that into my comedy, too, all the time. Like, when I, I do dances with my mom, or mm-hmm. I don't know, I use like, I love music. I, I like to dance or sing or whatever it is. And it's like, why can't I do that, too? It's like, why does it have to be just a one? everyone's like oh like you have to stick to one thing and that's how you become a master at it i'm like yeah well fuck that i'll be a master at two three things then mm-hmm. i don't know why
3: can't why can't i
1: so i don't know that's
3: just you have to change your mind
1: you just have to so it's
0: a mindset thing it's all yeah it's all mindset Speaking
3: with out, anything in life how was like i said you i didn't know you did stand up until i was watching some of your stuff earlier i've always mm-hmm. seen your skits yeah and i always thought like stand up is it's gotta be so hard like how do you how do you Deal with bombing because obviously you've bombed and you're going to bomb again mm-hmm. because it's, it happens all day but like all day baby. like it's 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 got to be so hard like it's got to be so hard like for me it's i've always like i'm no comedian <laughs> but like everyone yeah. thinks they're funny right but like to actually go up on stage and stand up and actually have the guts to go back after you've bombed like how does how do you after like like you're bombing first how do you get to that how, what do you say to yourself to get okay i got this how do you
1: uh, well, first I fucking cry myself to sleep <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. after I bomb the first time, yeah. then eat my face. Yeah, no, I just, I understand it's the repetitions that matter. And it's just like, it's actually the same with on stage and on video, because on video, if you post a, a video and it bombs, maybe you you don't know, maybe the algorithm didn't show the video to many people that day. Maybe people were away, they're sick or you know, they're not on their phones. Uh, it's a holiday. I don't know. There's so many different reasons, or the content was just bad, but that doesn't mean you're bad. And that's the that's the biggest. You know, you have to disassociate from, like you know, one thing meaning the other here because they're the best comedians bomb all the time. Kevin Hart bombs to this day, or Jerry Sten- like whoever, right? Um, so for me, it's very easy. It's I just know it's a it's a learning pro- curve, for me when I bomb when I do bad. And you just have to, that's why you have to record yourself all the time. Like I record myself when I do stand up and you get to see why you bombed or like how you bombed. It's it's in your delivery. It's in your voice inflections. It's in your mannerisms, your energy, the vibe. It's there's so many different things, right? That, but you're only going to learn by, you know, failing at first. Right. Um, but yeah, it, it is tough to accept the bomb and then like go home. Uh, but it's also equally exciting Knowing you get another chance at it the next day or whatever, and then it's like you almost come with a vengeance. I'm like you know what? I'm gonna fucking, I'm gonna come after these people like metaphorically, and then you just go on stage and you try to kill it, and then you bomb again, and then <laughs> happens a hundred more times again, and then finally you fucking kill it. and You're like, oh, okay, this is why it's worth it, mm-hmm. and it's that one time that you kill that. It's like it's worth bombing all those times. And same with the videos. You know, there's there's moments of time, weeks, months that I've plateaued. But then I'm like, I keep going, I keep going, I keep going. And then finally one blows up and it goes viral, or like it, it, it like snowballs for the rest of the week with every video. And then that's where I'm like, oh, okay, this is why I do it. It's more of like a reminder. Very cool. Of why to keep going.
0: I'm going to ask you a question because you said something and uh, we talked about this before, but you said that you eat your face off. <laughs> and uh, the last time you and I talked, you referenced to me how um, for a while you battled a food addiction Mm -hmm. and I see how often you post content of, you know, the workouts that you do and everything. And it's, you know, good on you for, for pushing through all of that, but maybe you can, if you're comfortable, share your, that side of you, the, the, the addiction, the, the struggle. I remember you told me a story of, you know, like you go back to your condo at the time. And, you know, if you're, if you're comfortable sharing that, I think, you know, there's important lessons for people in that. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. I I remember that. Yeah. I, uh, I I was uh, very addicted to food for a while. I still kind of am, but I I've learned to handle it in a different way. Um, it's just a, it was a part of who I was for the longest time. And, uh, you know, just having to switch over that mindset of having a different relationship with food, it's, it sounds so, like, easy, but it's not, you know? It's just with any other addiction. It's, it's easier said than done, right? Um, especially if, if it's something that you, you've been used to doing and the habits you've had for such a long time in your whole life, of, right? It's like the the same way I got sick after 25 years, it's going to take me, like, the same amount of time to, you know, undo it all, right? Maybe not 25 years, but maybe it'll take five years for me to get it over, right? Mm. Um, to change, to really make a difference um so yeah it's just a constant struggle obviously in your mind but you have to keep telling yourself that you know like why you have to know why you're changing for me um like i developed a hypothyroidism it's a it's an autoimmune disease because of all the shit i ate throughout my life and it fucked up my immune system right um and knowing that i couldn't ingest sugar and gluten anymore or else it would fuck me up. Um, I had to really make a difference. I had to really just like it's like today if I don't stop it, I don't know, I could die. I don't know, it's just an ex- extreme example, but it's like you have to, to be comfortable out. making that immediate switch. And you and, cut it out and, completely? Well yeah. I'm yeah. There's been times where like I don't know, like once in a while I would have like a like a burger, let's say for example. And it would like I'll be out for four days. Because of the gluten. Really? It's crazy, yeah. Right, I can't have candy or chocolate and shit like that. But it's like, after a while, it's gotten much easier now. Where I'm like, I don't even, I don't crave it really that much anymore. Before The first like first year or two, even, of like cutting this stuff out, I was always stressing. I was like, fuck, man. I wish I could eat this shit again. <laughs> I could get triggered, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I don't give a fuck about anything else. I want to merc this Panzerati right now. <laughs> <laughs> just, I just want to swallow this whole, all right? But... Yeah, well, that's the the addiction. It's like the, you know, I don't know. It's it's crazy because you think food should be something for survival. But then we're so accustomed to all these options around us every goddamn day. that This shouldn't have even happened in the first place. Why is there seven McDonald's and Subway's and Wendy's and A&W's on every fucking block? But it's like, you know, impossible to find a butcher or like organic meats or organic butter and all this like good stuff for you that you know, you're supposed to be ingesting like the cavemen did back in the day. You know, it's like, instead of eating fucking processed junk everywhere. Mm. And no wonder I look like this now. You know what I'm saying? It's like, obviously it has to do with your own, you know, discipline and all this stuff too. But there's many people like me who don't have the discipline or didn't have it. And then they end up like me. And then some some even end up dying or whatever. It's very very unfortunate. You you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, it's just, um, I mean... Because, like, back in the day, um, like, the cavemen, like I mentioned, it's, like, they have to hunt for ox, like, these big-ass buffaloes and these ox, and they kill them, and they have meat for, like, 12 days. You're not going to stumble upon a fucking cheeseburger or chips or candy, right, Skittles. It's never going to happen. Like,
2: we weren't supposed
1: to be eating this shit in the first place. I don't know. But But you
2: do have to develop those disciplines. Like, people think that, oh, they see somebody who's like, gets up in the morning successfully, he's going... Like we're all lazy. We're all we all want to take the easy path, but you have to like make it a no-brainer. Like for you, for example, I was I was watching a video where you're like, you know, I think it was a performance or or some sort of routine you created for yourself because you know, hey, if I don't create a routine, I'm not I'm gonna slip up and go, you know, and yeah. sort of go down a bad path. But if I have these routines where I get up and I follow this routine, knowing this will lead to success, and it's gonna be a lot of work for a long period of time before I'll see it, and then you stick to it, and then you you started to see success, right? So. Mm-hmm. Can you talk about the importance of that and having those routines and disciplines and how you managed to do it for yourself because it's it's been what two or three years since you it, you sort of made that switch yeah
1: yeah it just came down to um it's actually when the pandemic hit that it really changed everything for me in every aspect of my life and that was pretty much when we talked to like uh, maybe a year after but um when the pandemic hit it was actually a blessing for me in my life, to be honest, because I got to I got a chance to finally, like, settle down. And I was always, like, on the road, like, doing shitty open mics or shows, uh, doing little mini tours and, you know, always on the go, eating shitty foods, sleeping bad, you know, um, staying up really late, waking up really late. Um, and I got a chance to kind of come back home and reset my whole life. And work on myself for once because I always neglected my own personal and like mental health and physical health. Um, but I was lucky to have my brother there because he was also working like coming out of a, a rough time in his life, you know, two years prior, and he was at the point where he could actually help me now. Um, and it was really clutch to be to it was like perfect timing to be honest. Um, so I, I actually took a whole month off of everything when the pandemic hit. Social media, like my own, like no Zero. one. Like I wouldn't even go on my phone for a month. Yeah. I want a ghost when I, mean, I never do that. I would never do that. But this time I feel like I needed it. And like, I asked him for help. I was like, I can't feel like this. I can't live like this anymore. I need help. And I asked for help. And, um, it was very hard to ask for help. It is for a lot of people. Um, so I'm just very lucky that I got there for myself and I asked for the help and it, cause it changed my life for sure. It definitely changed everything for me. Um, with my content, with my personal life, my relationships, my communication, like so many different skills just got better. Um, and just my mindset got better, you know, it mm-hmm. went from having like a fixed mindset on no, this is who I am, the world's against me to having a growth mindset where it's like, Oh, this happened. How can I find a solution? How can I get better? Um, Accepting where I am now and knowing there's potential to get better after mm-hmm. and being okay with have, having the patience
2: and asking for help. Like a lot of guys won't ask for help. Hey, eh? they're just, it's Oh so, yeah.
3: It's so hard. It's yeah. It's, it's, like, it, what, was his, what was his response? Like that's, I feel like the, the hardest part naturally when asking for help is, think you're not gonna get the help. But yeah, I find for sure. Like I was in a situation no? too. But then yeah. it's like you if you when you really need help and you ask somebody, you only gonna ask somebody that you really know is going to help you and then you get that. What well, was it's just like a obviously like you know like you got you and that's always I was wondering how like how good it feels to have like family there with you. Right? Like instead of because you always gotta listen, you know obviously you're you're manifesting it's like I got this, I got this Nima, I got this but like to have somebody else be like your brother be like yo you got this. But, mm-hmm. like for days when you don't like how is I'm always like, how is it so? How sorry? How it's um, how does that help like, mm. having family around?
1: Well, yeah, it, it's it's that first of all, it's having the trust factor, right? Mm. Is knowing that this person's got your back no matter what. Um, even though we've never even talked about shit like that before, it was just an intuitive thing of like, he's the only person I can ask right now because I feel like he would know.
2: Yeah, and the fact that you said something interesting, he was in a place where he could help you because his cup was yeah, now but he fuller. wasn't two years prior. Mm-hmm.
1: He was not. He was. If I if this happened to me two years earlier, we'd both be fucked. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So works, he got though. fucked it first, works. then I got fucked, and then together we came <laughs> and now we're not less fucked. <laughs> Is it
2: hard working with family or yeah, well, I mean there's
1: ups and downs. I mean like me and him I have like bat heads all the time. But like we've gotten better at like understanding how to live with each other. We live with each each other too, right? So we're always together. We're brothers, but we also are owners of a company pretty much together right um so it's just a constant battle of learning how to cope with each other in different ways it's a constant it's like a full-time relationship right that's what it is um but we understand the bigger picture of like okay like you know we have to sacrifice many things but because we all want the same goal it's like we're trying to get reach somewhere um so yeah we have to sacrifice you know space or you know having people over or going out or partying and all that stuff, right? Um, sure, we're going to have to see each other a lot, but it's like this is what we have to do for now until we can get out of the situation and have a little more comfortable, you know, surrounding. But, um, I mean, naturally, as brothers, like, especially because me and him are so opposite. We're literally the opposite. Really? But it, it works and it also fucking sucks at the same time, <laughs> you know? Uh, because, it, like, for the business portion of, what, like, what this whole brand is, um, it's the perfect balance because I, I don't like planning bigger things or having the vision. And, and like, I, I still have my own, like, goals and stuff, but he understands where to move things and which direction and how to get there. Um, and I, I'm really good at, like, just doing it. I'm just, I don't like to, like, think. I just like to do shit. I just like to just do it. Um, and I'm really good at that and taking direction. Um, and he's good at giving direction. So um, in that sense, we work really well together. And it's, like, unstoppable in my opinion because he has all these big ideas that I never would have thought of. And with my help of like actually taking action, it's like we're moving fast like no other. It's like no one else can keep up. Um, But like as brothers, it's like, I don't know, I, I like to be, I like to fucking talk and be loud and annoying. And he likes to be quiet and like have his own time and like everyone shut the fuck up. (laughs) It's like always just, you know, I don't know, just different opinions. He's older, I'm young, you know, but but in the grand scheme of things, um, I wouldn't want anyone else to be a part of this with me because there's many people in my position who are comedians or actors, who are trying to make it big and they have to hire someone as their manager or like an assistant or whatever, right? But I have a core team that's from within and it's like, it's super rare people like that I you know before, people right? that you trust. Yeah, having having that trust is already way more valuable than anything.
2: Mm-hmm. And you work with like your crew from you know, yeah. you know that you grew up with?
1: Well, we actually um hired a guy who he worked pro bono for us for 2 years. And he reached out to us and you know, we vetted him at first, you know, saw who he was as a person, how he was and we started slow and then eventually he became a massive part of this operation now. It's like he's he's pretty much equal equally important as me and my brother at this point and then also another guy who is my brother's best friend and you know he's part of the legal and you know we just, we're slowly like kind of adding how people big is who the makes operation? sense what brings you know they bring their own value to the team mm-hmm. um and it's all from within like we all just trust each other and you know we have that good cohesion
0: mm-hmm. how big is your operation now um it's just
1: four of us right now okay. yeah but like we started with just me yeah right <laughs> and i had to start with me
2: before i could get to here
0: Are Yo, you four x'd yeah,
1: I know, right? Not bad. in Seven years, not bad, not bad. And it's
2: a lot of work, right? People understand. No, Creating is, content is, is not easy. It's content? Yeah. <laughs> there it is. Is there okay? Is there a favorite? I, I have to do that every time. Please go There's for no, it.
1: There's one. No way, and someone can study content. And I can't do that.
2: Well, I, I was talking to a client once right after watching your video. I'm like, yeah, we got a
0: great content. I'm like, oh shit, now I'm doing it. <laughs> <laughs> is there a specific one that you like the most? Is it the Gary Vee impression?
1: No, no. Um, it's one of my original characters. Actually, like all of them, I love all of them but uh I don't know it's the hardest question to answer to be honest, people always ask me, and I don't know. it's just depending on how I feel the day to be honest, the, the day, mood, the yeah. mood, the room <laughs> like, like yeah. yeah, like today, yeah today like i was i was I was actually filming some videos with my friend austin and he's a he's a great creator too, um great actor he, we were doing um like our hockey characters <laughs> oh yeah. Love yeah, best. that's, like one, of my, bled that's bled. one of my favorites for sure. Um, are, no, I love those. It's just bled. so dumb, <laughs> <laughs> I, you know. Grub well, with all these fucking beauties, you know. <laughs> yeah. That's it. But yeah, I mean, it depends. But yeah, Gary V is still really fun. Obviously, like David Goggins, Joggins. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I just like to try new things. I like to. I like. I'm at. A, I'm at the stage now where I have to actually move on and try a whole bunch of new accents
3: and characters. How long would you say? Sorry, that it would take you to get a um impersonation or like 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 develop like what is it like you see somebody it's like not everybody like okay like do you like i know i got this one Mm. or it's like i'm gonna try to do this one like (laughs) you know what's the you hear somebody that's and it's like what's the process to get in here just hearing anybody random voice and like okay impression time
1: yeah i mean to be honest man when i was a when i was a kid from when i was a kid i would always just try to imitate everybody Mm. and if i could do it i'd be like oh sick i could do it if i can't then i i can't do it um I would still try it a couple times, and it's, if it still fails, then I'm like, right, okay, I just, I just don't have that voice inflection. Um, but yeah, like usually, I just kind of try it, and I'm like, oh, I kind of sound like this person. Let I me mean, keep trying, and then I, that's what, that's how I master it nice. eventually. But yeah, I mean, it just randomly comes. Like I don't even search for it really. Over, like everything I've done, it's just come naturally to me.
2: Do you have to? Are you consuming a lot of content? Is that, how, is that how you? Not get really, honestly.
1: Like yeah, I, like I, I I'll, I'll watch some sometimes, but I have screen limits on my phone. Yes. So I can't like my and my brother has a password and he won't open it if I pass my limits every day. Really? Yeah, so I have to really use it
0: strategically How as come? a tool. Why why the, the Well because I was also
1: addicted to my
0: phone. Okay.
1: Yeah, and I was that whole whole time of my life where I was like my habits were all out of play. I didn't have habits. I was just living a chaotic life. I would also be on my phone. That was when I started to gain a little bit of following, too, and I thought I was cool and, like, oh, I have some attention from girls now, and let me just DM these fucking seven girls constantly all day and just lose purpose in sight of what the fuck my, I'm doing here in the first place. And um, that was part of the reason because I was, like, obsessed with, like, just staring at my phone 14 hours screen time a day on on That's my apps. Yeah. It's a lot of time wasted time. Yep. Um uh, but I'm glad it got my brother caught that like early on in my first year really of working together. Uh, otherwise like I'd be like I said like I would just I would lose it. So I would just go down a spiral. Um and so from then on now What do you use it for? Like how are you strategic with it? Just to post you- shit? Like my own content? Re- reply to comments? This is the priority list. Posting stuff, reply to comments. Um post stories, and then, like, if I have time, a couple DMs. That's that's what it's supposed to. Not like that. Shooters got to shoot. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 not like that. I mean, like, DMs isn't like, just anybody. They're just, like, I don't know. Um, to your fans. Just like, the fans. Yeah. Like, literally as fan engagement, not, like, the girls fucking showing me attention and me, like, flirting back with them. Like, that's so unprofessional and, like, sleazy. And obviously I'm being honest about it because it, Why would I I fucking lie? I don't care. Mm -hmm. It was in the past. Like I don't do that anymore. I use it as a business now. Like Mm -hmm. I I have to. I don't just use it as a business. I think of it as a business now more than ever. Because once, like I mentioned earlier, it's not just me anymore. There's four of us. So what I say, it it matters. Yeah, it impacts them too, Mm -hmm. right? So it's like I have to be careful of that more and more as I you know grow. Um, And so yeah, it was nice that my brother called me out early on. Be like, hey man, like you're fucking losing it here. Like you're just you're being obsessed with talking to girls or, you know, because I never got attention in my home, right? It's like, I, I, can it's you nice blame feeling. me?
0: No, it's a nice feeling. Right? It's,
1: it's a nice feeling, right? And um, I'm one to be completely transparent. Like, I don't... I'm, I'm, that's a, that's why I feel like I can connect with a lot of people and, like, people like to follow me and they feel like they know me is because I like to just be authentically myself. And even whether, whether that's good shit or bad shit, like, you know, like, when I was growing up, I never got attention from girls. I was always the ugly, fat kid who's funny. What the fuck does that get you when you're younger, right? In high school, everyone's very shallow. Everyone Mm wants to just, like, hook up quick, like, oh, you're hot, this and that. That never happened for me. And so I kind of dwelled on that. It was a big part of my life that really fucked me up for years until I got this attention. I was starting to get a little bit of following, a little bit of clout, uh, and I hate that word, but um, it's such a small mindset, right? But it's, like, hard when you finally – Get that validation from another, like, from another gender of people After who so normally long. wouldn't talk to you if you didn't have followers, which yeah. is fucked, yeah. you know? But I was like, oh, I don't care. Like, uh, I'm getting it. Who cares? Like, I don't even care why they like to talk to me. You know what I'm saying? Um, but that's what happens when you're so deprived for so long. And you're like, oh, once you have it, it's like, oh, I want it all. Um, and so that's why it doesn't matter who you have around you to kind of, like, check your blind spots. Because I didn't even see that. I didn't even see that I was going crazy <laughs> until, you know, my brother came, he's like, oh, like this is what's happening, this is what's wrong, this is how you do it, this is how you fix it. And that's why the screen limits came in in uh, in conversation.
0: Do you find you're receptive to these to this feedback when your brother comes to you and says, Hey Nima, listen, this you know, we, we gotta cut back on A B yeah. or C. Like, are you receptive or do you fight it at first?
1: Well, here's the thing <laughs> because it's coming from my brother, and usually when he tells me shit, it's very intense. And it hurts my feelings. I'm a sensitive guy. I Your always get older. defensive, and he's older, yeah. yeah, and he's older. And I'm like, so there's the cultural yeah, thing to that too. Yeah, the cultural thing too. Yeah, yeah. And it pisses me off, right, like off the bat, all the time, and I get defensive. I'm Not gonna lie. I'm like, what do you mean? Like, no, I don't. He, trying trying to like make excuses. Like, no, like I don't do that. I no, okay, it's this, blah blah blah. But he said, no, like, shut the fuck up, right? This is how. I'm the one seeing you do this. I, like, I'm not an idiot, right? And he's not. He's a very smart guy. And that's why I hate it because he's always right. But I don't want to give him that right away. <laughs> I'm just a little <laughs> petty bitch, right? <laughs> I'm like, no, I'm going to fight you for an hour. And then at the end, I'm going to be like, yeah, you know what? Like, yeah, okay, you're right. <laughs> and then he'll feel good whatever. But, like, I, I don't, yeah, it's it's tough, but it's no one else is going to do that for me. That's why I respect it. Um, even though as much as I hate hearing it and a lot of people are, like, a lot of people hate hearing negative things about themselves. Like, they just, they want to, they want everything to be good, right? It's insecurities. Um, and so, but I've gotten much better over time of like knowing where he's coming from every time he does bring something up. Well, I'm, Cause like, I just, I just know as soon as he says like, I don't mean, he doesn't have to even talk. Yeah, I could see by his face. I'm like, Oh, here we go. He's going to mention something. And I'm like, fuck, I got to prepare myself mentally. But like, Okay, just don't get defensive. Let, hear him out. Don't interrupt him. Don't fucking try to jab back or anything like that. Just listen. Just listen and wait till he's done talking and then react or then respond. Um, and I think I've gotten much better at doing that, you know, expanding the reaction to responding time. And that's why I feel, I, I think that actually helps with like every aspect of, of life. I think, you know, whether it's with a brother or friend relationship with another person, you know, I feel like, when you respond rather than react, it, it just you get better results. Mm-hmm. So that's why I've I've tried to build that a lot, um, but it's still hard. You know, sometimes it's, some, some things piss me off. So I'm like, no, that's not fucking right. And then,
2: It's that Middle Eastern, It's that, it's that Middle Eastern anger, bro. It's that <laughs> yeah. blood boiling. First bro. response, it's defensive. <laughs> it's the
1: blood boiling man because like you know, it's like it's an ego. It's an ego. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, it's on your ego, right? And you don't want to be looked at as like soft or whatever. But I mean. Once you accept it, though, that's how you get better.
0: How do you get past the feeling of looking, quote unquote, soft? Because oh, that's I a, mean, like that's a trigger for a lot of guys.
1: I don't care now. I mean, like, it's it's only with me and my brother that I don't like to act soft. But with anybody else, I don't give a fuck. I, I've I've openly talked about me being a little like like soft, like being a pussy. Like I don't know. I'm not gonna fi- I'm not gonna fight someone.
3: It's not worth it. What am I gonna
1: do? I'll sit on you. To, to, How about to, that? Too old to <laughs> fight, anyway, man. Too old to fight. <laughs> um, I I, 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 don't know. I feel like, yeah, that's just me being myself. It's like, who cares? We're so I don't.
2: I'm soft. Was that hard to do? Like, people like being authentic on social is a, is, a, is a like a ongoing thing. conversation. No, like, oh,
1: it's, I, it's yeah. actually very easy for me to be honest. I don't know why, but that's something I'm very confident in. Is just being myself and accepting who I am. But there's a difference between like shitting on yourself and accepting who you are. Before, I would shit on myself and be like, "Oh, I'm this fat guy. I'm sad. Be sad for me, right? I don't get bitches. I don't get girls. I don't all this dumb shit." Uh, but now I'm like, you know, yeah, I still have flaws and I talk about it, but I also like be, I'm positive about it too. It's like, but here's what I am good at, and here's what I do, and all this stuff, right? And I don't like to see myself as soft anymore, like because I feel like. Yeah, I want to be. I want to be hard. Like, I want to have a hard mindset. You know, I want to. I want to be tough. Um, and like, you know, that's why I. St- I started lifting and started to, like actually caring about how I look. I feel like it's sexy having the effort. You know, mm-hmm. having effort and caring about your body for once. You know,
3: you get addicted to the results, like you see. You just like, yeah, like you know, I got this. Like, like you're yeah, like, start moving
1: on. Yeah, good. it's not even that. It's just it's more so just like, why do I have to stay this way? Like at some point I'm like, I'm unhappy. I have to accept, I have to be willing to accept that I'm unhappy with how I look right now. And what I, and, 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 and know that there, like there's a certain look I do want to look like and just like, what am
0: I going to do about it?
1: So for once I'm like, you know, I'm just going to do something about it rather than sulk about it.
0: And how's that process going?
1: It's great. It's really only this mindset has been coming into fruition for the past month. Nice. Okay. All this time. So new yeah it's new because yeah. even the last time we talked you know like yeah it would work out but i didn't really know why i was working out i just thought like i just have to do it this is how i'm I'm gonna like get fit or get healthy right. or whatever it is right i never had that like that st- strong you know energy about like i'm tired of being this way i want to not be this way anymore that's how i feel now mm. i'm like i'm like sick of it you know it's like i'm disgusted by myself like of myself it's like why do I? I don't want to be the fat guy anymore. I want to be a skinny guy in training. You know, <laughs> that's <laughs> the way I like it. So, how do you good. how do you separate? And, nothing, and, there's, and there's nothing wrong with being fat. Like there is, but if you're working on it, then that's fine. Which is, I'm working on it. I think it's okay. But if you're you're working on your that, health, you're working on your health. That's what I'm saying. I actually don't care about like what you look like. It's all that's all preference, right? Um, but for me, I'm like I never I've never seen my apps. I've never. But there's never been a world where I could just buy anything at a, at a, at a store and it will fit me right away. Like I have to, I don't even go shopping. I just go to buy something that possibly could fit me. I can't shop for nice things. I, my whole life, I just have to shop for something that fits me. And I hate that. Why can't I just shop for once for just having nice clothes? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. A oh, totally. There's
0: a, there's a difference. There's a, there definitely is a difference there. Right.
1: And so, I just got to that point where I'm fed up about it, right? So, but there, yeah, but there's people who accept that they're fat and they sulk and they just like let go of themselves. That's how I was. And I think that's pretty. It's a weak mindset. It's weak. It's weakness.
0: So what do you tell those people? Because you said you were there at one point. Yeah, yeah.
1: I, right? Man, I was weak for so long. So I, how do you
0: like tips, advice?
1: You just have to find the find the reason your why. Your why, really? Yeah, more than anything, your purpose of like why the fuck do you want to change and how, and um, I don't know. Yeah, it's just a matter of, yeah.
2: It's interesting that you did it at the beginning of COVID, too, because a lot of people went the other way. Oh, I know. When I they know. started eating and their sleep schedule got fucked up and, and they didn't know who they were, what they're yeah. doing, what, what to focus on, the routine sure. was gone. So it's interesting that you did that at the start of COVID and you went the positive way, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, be, because I didn't have a 9 to 5, my whole life was content at the time. I was like, oh, let me just double down on content if I can't, can't do live shows. And that's when it started to pick up.
2: So How much filming
1: hard. are you doing in a day? Like, Do you film every single day? No, no. Uh, before I would, when I was like, all chaotic and sporadic. But now I'm at a, on a schedule where it's like, I'll plan ahead. I'll plan a week ahead and be like, all right, Tuesday, I'll just film for six hours. Or I'll film with this person on Wednesday for six, seven hours. And we'll bang out like ten videos. And then like I won't film for like three days. And then I'll film again. Mm. Like, do you have
2: to keep... You come up with everything? Yeah. All the content? Yeah.
1: Everything is my own original ideas, or else it's, unless it's like I'm collabing and we both have ideas, obviously. But, um, yeah, I just write everything in my phone. Like I mean, Anytime I think of something remotely funny, I'll write it in my notes folder. It has Neiman has video ideas and Neiman has stand-up material. 90 per, 90% of it is garbage. <laughs> <laughs> but that 10% is golden shit, right? Yeah. yeah.
3: But you don't know until you write it down. You don't know until you write it down. Yeah, like those moments, like let's say... Grocery shopping, just like oh, got it. Like you yeah, know, yeah, 100%. like Like exactly. you make wake up in the middle of the night, you just like oh yeah. Like you don't write it down go exactly. Back to
1: sleep? I'll just I, I find inspiration through life. That's what comedians do, and that's why I feel like I'm a true comedian at life at heart because I'm a very observ- observational guy. I'll notice minor details in people, in their face, how they react, how they speak, how they their accents, whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And I'll just write it down. I'll just be like oh, this would be hilarious, like just random
0: shit. What do you do when you get that mental block?
1: Um, I just I have so many backlog of ideas. I'll just like focus on those for a bit. Okay, and then I just know eventually it'll come back. The, the new ideas.
2: Yeah. And it was originally built on Instagram, right? Your
1: your your no. audience? No, on no, YouTube. YouTube. I started YouTube when I dropped out of university seven wow. years ago. Yeah, seven years ago. Yeah, and then I ate shit for four years. Literally, just no views, dog shit engagement. But I just kept going, and then finally, my brother. Was, <laughs> once again, my brother, before mm-hmm. he even a part of the team uh he was just like on the side being like yo man like why the He was just like he always had good ideas i was working shitty part-time jobs in early 2019 early uh 2018 and early 2019 and he noticed like why am i working these part-time jobs just to go do stand-up and live downtown when i could just not do any of those live back at home so what i have to travel you know 30 40 minutes um, not have to worry about these shitty part-time jobs that isn't going to get me anywhere. And instead focus on making content and micro-content, not big videos. That's when micro-content was starting to like get, um, yeah. you know, popular. And then he was right. I started posting 10, 15, 30-second clips on Instagram and TikTok. And they started blowing up one after the other. Snow- like a snowball effect, just, you know, and that's it. And then that's where it all started to, like, lift off from there. And then YouTube just followed. Well, YouTube was still dead until four or five months ago okay. when I po- started posting on YouTube Shorts. And all of a sudden, within two weeks, I went up 100K. Wow. wow. So I was at... I got to 7K subscribers after s- six and a half years of YouTube. And then within two weeks,
2: I went up 107K.
1: That's wow. That you, that's,
0: that's, that's
3: yeah. should be proof.
2: <laughs> so if someone was starting now, you, would you say go TikTok first? repurpose it on instagram repurpose on I just it on fucking shorts.
1: do whatever just do it all do it, it all, all I don't mean, cuz there's no formula you never know you never know mm-hmm. anything could work for any for different people you never know what would work best until you try it yeah just do it all just do it all like don't I I, I, I for me if I was starting new I'd just post everything the exa- exact same video on every platform Let's see what sticks like just all nuts. just just go go just go nuts yeah yeah it doesn't even matter None of this fucking matters. All <laughs> right, nothing. no one cares. At the end of the day, no, no one cares. I have here. a I have 170 thousand followers on Instagram. I have over 500k on TikTok, 150 almost k on YouTube Shorts, and at the end of the day, no one gives a fuck, yeah. right? Yeah, like yeah. sure, people obviously like you know makes their day, they're big fans and they support you, right? But but at the end of the day, these people, it's not their whole day, it's not their whole week, hmm. it's not their whole life. It's like it's a small moment in their day, right? They yeah. still have to worry about so much shit in their own lives. They can't care about you. And that's what actually is actually it's a blessing to think about because it makes it easier to post more shit and Keeps just keep you grounded. Going. Keeps you grounded because you're like, "Oh, like they're going to forget about it's it." It's less pressure because right. they're going to forget about this shit anyway. Yeah. Right? Even if they don't, it doesn't matter. It's like just a few people. It's this even if it's a lot of people, it's like I don't know, not everyone's going to like everything either they're also not going to hate everything or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. So um it's like when someone watches my video within 3 minutes, they've already scrolled through 30 videos. Mm-hmm. So that should make it easier for people who who are beginners to be like, "Oh, okay. It's like I shouldn't focus too much on the quality of this content and more so on the con- on the
0: just quantity." Yeah, get it
1: out. Just get it out. It out. Just yeah. get it out. Which yeah. is
0: interesting because a lot of times It's the opposite. You think quality over quantity. That's the old method, yeah. But the the Gary V method is just Just quantity over quality, bro. Plus you get better at quality with quantity. Yeah, exactly. That's
1: the thing, yeah. And even if you don't, you still learn from that the more you fuck up.
0: Mm -hmm. It's
1: very simple, in my opinion.
0: Very cool. Yeah. Was, Was there anything that you learned from Gary when you spoke to him? Any, like... Little. Patience. <laughs> well, I, it's funny you it's say gratitude. <laughs> you, I remember you told me once that the it was, if I remember correctly, micro, micro patience. No, sorry, yeah, micro speed. Micro speed, macro, speed, macro patience.
1: patience. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I mean, that's that's the whole Gary Vee method of like, um, he literally says like quantity over quality because you can't control what the audience thinks. You can control how many videos you make though. Yeah. And so that's what it clicked for me immediately. So and then just I,
0: getting your face out there as yeah, much yeah. as possible. I
1: just film everything. I don't, I have no pressure. I will take I'll do one take. Yeah? Sometimes I'll just do one take. I'm like, oh this is
2: good. Yeah, I mean I've learned like, a lot from Gary. That guy's a machine, man. Oh, he's a machine. And when I met like him too a machine.
1: He was it's like it's it's crazy how like very calculated his time is. Mm-hmm. He has like three assistants following me everywhere, four cameramen. But we finished talking after like seven minutes. And like literally abruptly, he's like, "All right, guys, I gotta go. See ya And then like goes to the next thing. But,
2: but, he's, de- but very, he's very organized. But he's very present too. Like very when present. I met him, yeah, yeah. he looked at me in the eye, like he knew me, I yeah, yeah, you exactly. doing, brother, and he answered my question yep. Like genuinely, mm-hmm. even though there's a hundred
0: things going on in yeah, the background. Exactly. It, so yeah. I got mad respect for him. That's for for sure. where
2: the
1: re- yeah, that's why I respect the fuck out of him
0: too, because of that. Yeah, he's very present. Anybody else you've met that, at that conference that just really left an impression on you?
1: Um, yeah, I mean, like Steve Aoki was pretty cool. That's Steve cool. Aoki's a good dude. Yeah, he's cool. I just love EDM too, so it was just right. really nice to meet him. I've seen him live like four times, nice. and it was cool to talk to him. Um, and yeah, they're all cool. Like they're all just like humans, Right. Like, like Tom Billio actually was really impactful. You know wow. Tom Billio? Mm-hmm. I've heard the name. This guy's another beast. He's a he's a he's a beast, man. Like that. Yeah, that guy changes lives <sighs> in a different way for sure. Like he has a thing called Impact Theory. Okay, and it's just pretty much about like how to. You know how to communicate properly has relationship theory too, where it's with his wife mm-hmm. they talk about how to have a proper relationship how to keep a relationship going keeping it strong like you know how to communicate like there's so many there's so many and he goes deep into health deep i've learned
2: some cool yeah, stuff deep about shit. health yeah
1: he was actually the one who kind of helped with my mindset about my health because um he was at a point where he was not eating well and he was like kind of like not at his, not at his peak physique and he was getting pissed he's like why the fuck why why am i like this I want to be like, and so his wife was like, draw a picture of what you want to look like. And when he drew it, he had like APAC, right? And he's like, yeah, like, why the fuck do I look like this? I want to look like that. And then he did it within a fucking year. He got an APAC. And now he's like, it's like anything's possible. I don't know. Yeah.
2: Did Did you do an interview with him? I saw something. that. Yeah, yeah. You know. I
1: interviewed him actually. Yeah. At, at VCon. It was, it was, he talked to me for like 12 minutes straight. Like he's a really nice guy. Very cool. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah.
0: So what's next? What's on the docket for for Nima? You did some stand-up. You got to meet Gary Vig. You went to VCon. Mm. You're creating content. Yeah. What's next? What's coming up?
1: So many things, man. I'm I'm doing my first stand-up comedy tour. Nice. In the fall. I'm announcing it next week. Okay. Yeah. And it's going to be all across Canada first, my first time. It will be 17 different cities.
0: Nervous? Um, yeah, yeah, wait, but in a good wait, way, you know, I'm excited. Yeah. I'm like, I want to. If you're make... nervous, it means you
1: care. Of course, yeah. I'm always nervous. Is it
2: true that to get one minute of quality stand up content, it takes like something like three weeks of planning and. and Somewhat, work? Yeah,
1: pretty much. Like a good, tight five minutes of good material can take up to like a few months.
2: Yeah, that's what I heard. Six months. That for Jerry Seinfeld to get him three minutes, he would say two months of work to get three oh, wow. minutes. Yeah, that's for insane. sure.
1: insane. Yeah. Like some like people who do specials, like. Takes over a year to get a full proper forty five minutes hour. Damn. Takes over a year. Yeah. Because How long is yours? Mine's like forty five minutes. Okay. But like it's like compiled from like when I first started till now. Right, right. So it's like my first kind of first bout of like good material. I'm gonna toss it out of the way. Now is gonna be the real challenge when I start new again. Right. It's like a new it's a, it's a new challenge I've never had to deal with. Do you test
2: it out on like your friends, your family and all that?
1: Well, I do my weekly shows um every Thursday night. In in the city For the past four months Selling them out Every Thursday night 8pm, 10pm shows It's like a 30 seat Where do people find that? Where's that? Um, Well I have a text community So people can text me It's an exclusive club Where um, people have Direct access to me And I'll text people back It's like manual Mm. I I give people Personalized videos It it like builds community Right? It builds Like I actually care And I I really do and, And people see that And people appreciate that When I do text them back When I send them links Or when I send them Like videos of me Talking to them Or Anything, um, yeah. You know, when I when I'll just like randomly call people, and I'm like, "What the fuck?" Like, and you do
2: all your own engagement.
1: Yeah, yeah. Everything's but I don't let anyone else touch it. That's one thing I, so I have to do my own. Yeah, so important. Like, I wouldn't be here if I didn't do that. Like, and that's how. Also, another Gary method. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's like, "Yo, I literally responded to every single comment on Twitter for two years straight." I'm like, "That's fucked," and that's what I did now on Instagram yeah. and TikTok for yeah. two years. And look and. I've built such a huge community. And like when I go out on the streets now because no one's had access to me for years especially for because of the pandemic and that's why I kind of blew up. When I finally started going out on the streets, the the amount of love I get is crazy.
3: It's cool. like it's really
1: nice. People it's run up to you, all take the time. photos, all that. Yeah, it's like cool. I've been, more and more I I grow, like I get bombarded <laughs> now. It's crazy. And like it's, you know, it's not everywhere obviously, but when you do get that love, bro, it, it's it's like no better feeling because it's like, oh, okay, I ac- obviously impacted this person in a big way. That's it, what keeps me going, too. Doesn't your mom get Lotus, Oh, my too? mom, bro, all the time comes home. <laughs> Every single time she leaves and comes back home. There's another instance of like, oh, you're never going to believe it. I was in a supermarket. I was getting bread for your dad. And then the the, the attendant was like, oh, my God, are you like Nima's mom? Uh, oh, yeah, I love your videos. And she's like, oh, thank you. Thank you so much. Really, thank you. Whatever. She gets all shy. <laughs> <laughs> and like, like, oh, my God, I love your videos. She's like, she, she gets so happy explaining this to me. And I'm like, that's fucking cool, too. You know, oh, yeah. she got
0: to be so proud.
1: Yeah. Well, at this point, they're like, oh, what? I mean, my dad, there's been time because he's a very like Middle Eastern like, immigrant dad. Where he's like, he's like, I'm not gonna be impressed at anything you say. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's been, like, like, there there's been times where he doesn't even wish me happy birthday. He's like, how old you are now? Right? Does not like, just <laughs> say happy birthday? Like, <laughs> what the fuck, man? Oh, right? It's such a dads. it's such an immigrant thing, bad thing to do. But um, but yeah, even him. Sometimes when I tell him like what happens, or people come up to me, or like, you know, I met this person. He's like, oh wow,
3: yeah, shit,
1: I didn't know this could happen. Like, because in there, in Iran, like. There's no opportunity for this shit. Yeah. You you try to be funny in a and it ran, you're getting your head chopped off. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if this is allowed to be dark <laughs> shit. Like you're gonna start you sell goats and shut up, you know? Yeah. But But
2: now your dad is a believer. He's like okay. Well,
1: he's been a believer for a while. He's also he's he's always low key supported me. He never shows it. I'm sorry, he never says anything, but he like he shows it by like you know, he's just like he's just like, Yeah, yeah, keep going, like it's good. Like he's very actually supportive in that way of like encouraging me. He never like really says congratulations for certain things, but in his mind, you could tell he is congratulating, but, um, that's just like a, such a dad thing. Like, yeah. not like, no, I'm not going to hug you. What well, do you think? I'm soft. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why would I touch you? <laughs> <laughs> but, um, I'm sure you guys have yeah. felt that, you know, yeah. like what's your background?
3: an invasion. There you
1: go. <laughs> I'm sure, yeah. I mean, maybe you do have a
3: great relationship with your do No, your no, family. my relationship with my parents is not, not very good at all. It's true, man. It's the dad like,
2: thing, yeah, yeah I've never got it out. I love you. You're Arab?
0: Arab, yeah. Really?
2: You, I'm you, the opposite. This is the worst.
0: No, no, I've, I'm the opposite. I had a, I mean, like my dad and I have butt heads more than I can count, but, that, the All one right. thing he w- never shied away from was telling me, he's like, you know, I love you or, mm. or whatnot, which was always wow. nice. I of, it, that's unheard of. Unheard of, I've never it
3: heard does Show of Show off. Show off.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Get out of his room. I love you,
3: Dad. <laughs> <laughs> this is for a sad kiss. <laughs> this, this, this is a yeah. side kiss.
0: <laughs> no, but it, it does make a difference, I will say, because for I've, sure I've hung does, out yeah. with, I've had friends growing up who have had poor relationships with their dads, and even now, you know, I have really close male friends friends that I call brothers who have openly talked about the relationships with their fathers being essentially non-existent. And you could see the, uh, the longing for that relationship because it's so impactful. And I think, which is, it it speaks to what we're trying to do here with the Jen's talk series where we really want to open up those conversations because there's a lot of dads out there who want a better relationship with their kids, but they don't necessarily know how to do that, right? And there's a lot of kids out there who want a better relationship with their dads and they don't know how to reach them. Now, you know, depending on how old you are and how old your dad is, a lot of immigrant dads in particular have come from a lot of really crappy places. And so, you know, you got to look at the history that and what how their fathers treated them. So they're only behaving, like they're only going to behave in show affection to you in, in in a way that they only know how. And if they were never shown that, then, you know, you can't expect very much from them. But that's where it sort of starts with us, right? When we have kids, like in your cases, you're saying, no, you know, my dad wasn't super affectionate. But when you have a son or a daughter, now it's on you to change that, to break that generational taboo. Mm-hmm. 100%. Yeah, well said.
1: Some deep shit, bro. Thank you. God <laughs> damn. <laughs> but I shed a tear over here.
0: <laughs> if you do, it'll probably be good for ratings.
1: Yeah. Let
2: me ask you, your friends. Have your friends changed, your circles changed as you blew up? Like did that get affected? Did you still did you have to cut some people off that weren't sort of evolving and growing in, in your life?
1: Um I, I still have my core group of friends to be honest from like back home. And they all, they also keep me grounded in a way of they don't really like they don't they hype me up and they're very supportive, but um they don't they don't look at me as Nemannez they see me as Neman the human being yeah. yeah their friend, and that's why I like and um it's nice to have that because everyone else I meet is always about oh Nima Naz. and I'm like it's actually i'm not like I'm actually not that t- kind of guy I realize like you know if I become famous, I wouldn't like being that flashy guy you know um cause i never I never lived that way, and it's not who I am it's not how I was mm-hmm. raised mm-hmm. um so it's nice to kind of have that like suburb hometown vibe mm-hmm. once in a while. And I go back to my roots. That's, you know, that's what that's how my brother is. Right. He shit on me all the time in a good way <laughs> of like, like relax. Like every time I even have a mo- small moment of like, like, oh, look at me or whatever. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but this, but this, but that. And I was like, oh, fuck yeah, you're right. I still, I still have to worry about like waking up on time and going to the gym and eating well. And it's like, once you start thinking about those things in your habits, you're like, oh, fuck, none of this matters if you don't have this part down first. If I'm not a hundred percent as a Neiman Naziri, the human being, like how can I be a hundred percent as a performer? Nima asks.
0: How do you shelter that from the outside?
1: You have to separate. You have to separate that. Like I, when I wake up now, um, I have the first two hours of my day to myself of like no phone. I don't even think about my work. I don't think about comedy at all. Nothing. I just think about my mind and how I can be a good person that day and just do well as a person before anything else. Um, whether that, you know, going up right away and, um, working out and then writing stuff after like planning my day um, writing jokes or ideas you know taking a shower like I, like very basic stuff right like yeah. just um, being present just being present in my day and not thinking I'm Neimanaz because yeah. I'm not Neimanaz l- it also
2: lets your mind wander and just like Flush things out you know what i mean you're not yeah. thinking about something like what you're doing and all that i you know yeah, exactly that's yeah. slow start to the day sure. you just get to like chill and ease yeah into yeah it, right? ease into
1: it you have to man because there was a time like i said before where i wake up straight to my phone social media what are these notifications saying you know what i'm saying so
3: that was the i struggle time. with
0: that still sometimes <laughs>
3: especially because like i noticed you as you were saying too like you do comment a lot and you do a lot yeah of all time yeah. so how do you Deal, Same thing do like you you that? Like deal, deal with like, because obviously it's like, oh yeah, you did great, it's great, it's great. Then, like you said, people say like, fat fuck shit, or like people like just talk shit that you, just, you see, and he's just like, fuck, like you know, how do you just right. do you not respond to it? Do you like just respond it and as it brush it off? How do you yeah. deal with that stuff?
1: Well, any negative comments, I just leave now. I don't yeah. even think about it. There's there's, there's one you, video. Do you I post respond it. to them? No, never. You don't. I leave and it. Then, I always leave it. I, I don't want to give them time and day.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And like you said, you almost feel sorry for them. Yeah, right?
1: yeah. Uh, there's no point. It's a waste of my time and energy. I have screen limits. Okay, I gotta get through my <laughs> shit. Right? I'm not trying to be here arguing with some bum in his fucking basement for nothing, right? Um, and before though, like you know, uh, it would affect me a little bit, or I'd like reply back, and then my brother's like, "Oh, next time, just do this, or next time, because like it's all always a learning curve, right? There are times I still screw up, and then my brother will be like, "Okay, like just don't do that next time, but instead do this or try this." And that's how it keeps, that's how you keep going, right? Um, I'm still, not, I'm a human being, right? I'm not perfect. But like, yeah, there are times where the one video I posted, David Goggins one, mm-hmm. my shirt off. Man, there's like hundreds, maybe thousands of comments about like how, how like how fat I am. Or like, oh, it's fat fuck. You know, like crazy shit. Just mean stuff. Mean man. stuff, bro. And I'm like, okay, man, it like, nothing, get it. It has nothing to do with it. Nothing, no, bro. Like, oh, this like, whole yeah. video of me like saying some gold shit. Like, good writing, good performance, like, yeah, good they can't setting. past it. They're just straight to, like, oh, this fat fuck doesn't even follow David Goggins' method. I'm like, yeah, obviously. Like,
2: <laughs> hey, bro, what are you expecting <laughs> to do overnight? The guy does a like, thousand chin-ups. What do you mean, man? I'm not the
1: na- U.S. Navy SEALs. I'm Canadian, first of all. I can't even do it. Second of all, <laughs> second of all, second of all I'm a fucking comedian. Okay, I don't have time for this shit. <laughs> all right? Like, I'll go to the gym. Yeah, but I'm like David Goggins, obviously. Right? So, I don't know. But anyway, like... Any regular person would for sure just fold under that pressure mm-hmm. of seeing all these comments. For me, I'm like, yeah, it's shitty. and I think I'm like, ah, oh, fuck. Yeah, I am a fat fuck. I am. But, like, it doesn't, like, make me stop or discourage me to like, go. Like it actually keeps me going because I'm like, oh, you know what? The, the thing about negative comments, it, I actually get a lot of motivation from, because, okay, I feel like it's important to have 90% motivation from within, but that 10%? of dark energy should come from like showing people what the fuck is up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's where I actually fuels me. Cause I'm like, all right, like I do this mostly for myself obviously it makes me happy. But then there's times where I'm like, I got that Kobe, like m- mama yeah. mentality. I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna fucking
3: show these fuckers. I'll show, I'll show yeah. you.
1: I'm gonna yeah, show, I'll yeah. show you. All yeah, right, bro. Cool, I cool, screenshotted cool. many comments yeah. of yeah. saying like, I'm not gonna do this. I'm not gonna do that. Just to yeah. p- push, like, that throw fuel. it in their face fuel. Yeah. When, when it happens, you know? Um, and you I think that's like you, important? To you have, have that, to have right? that ten percent. Can't be all of it. Because that also is is like, you're not even doing it for yourself anymore. Mm-hmm. But there's that chip
3: on your shoulder, the, the, right, the exactly. underdog, the underdog. Yeah, you don't think I'll make it? I'll show you. Underdog, I'll show you. Exactly. Like it also shows like the progress. Everybody loves rooting for the underdog, too, right? So it's like okay, yeah, like you know, it's like show you I got this, I got yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. so Keep seeing you just killing it. Yeah, and it's like yeah, it doesn't matter. You can say what you want, but like. I'm Yeah. You're still there in your mom's basement. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And, I, and I'm doing more things. You're just getting more mad that I'm doing better. Good, Literally. Good. Let me get you something to be mad exactly, about. Exactly, bro. <laughs> big mad for no reason.
1: And um, there, there's actually, the, the comments that are actually even more hurtful uh, are ones that aren't even hate. It's more so just like the, the reality or the truth. Because mm. it's like, th- this is what happened a month ago. That actually helped me really change my whole mindset now. Um, someone wrote on the David Goggins video, actually, he's like, uh, if you're so, if you, Oh, sorry. I was actually doing another podcast where I was talking about like, you know, having the mindset, being consistent with like your health and everything like that and all this shit too and whatever. And then the guy wrote, he's like, yo, if you're, if you're so, if you act like you're so high performance, then why are you, why are you so big still? And I was like, that shit fucking hit me. I was like, you know what? He's fucking right. He's like, I keep preaching all about all this shit, but why am I? Am I really doing anything about it? And that's why I told you earlier about like, I don't want to be the fat guy anymore. I, I just have to actually be, I can't be the fat guy. I'm a skinny guy in training. Mm. And that's what set me off that one comment. Like, sometimes it helps. Yeah. Mm. But like, he wasn't even being mean. He was just, he was actually just being, saying a true observation. Mm. And that's what really impacted me in a good way, I guess, because like at the time I was like, fuck man, he's right.
2: And you just felt like you weren't being fully authentic. Yeah, it wasn't.
1: Why I felt like I was a phony for a second. Mm-hmm. I was like, man, like, yeah, he's right. Like, why? I, why haven't I really like taken my own advice in a way? It's like, why haven't I really made progress? Because I'm not trying hard enough. Like, I can I can preach good shit and it helps people. I'm sure, but I have to do that for myself, like above and beyond, if I want to make an actual change.
2: And it's a big responsibility. It, like, first, it takes courage to put your life out there, right? And then it's a responsibility. Now you're taking it. Seems like you're taking it personal. Like you don't want to. Feel like you're full of shit or feel Yeah like you're, you're That's what I'm saying like. There's
1: that pressure too It's like You know if I'm gonna speak on this In, in these things and I, I actually do believe In everything I say And I do try And I do do it It's just that Maybe I could go harder Maybe I could There is room to go harder um, to actually make a difference, and also to prove these motherfuckers wrong, <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. Didn't you publicly? At the end of I'll show you, bro. <laughs> I swear to God, I'll show you. <laughs> Didn't you
2: publicly, like when you lost your your the the weight journey, when you lost that, you put it out there. That's how you started. You committed. You yourself. I'm gonna lose 150 pounds.
1: Right? Yeah, yeah. That was the first time. But like, I did that in a wrong way before, where it was almost like a crash diet, right? It's like, yeah, like, I'm, I'm gonna lose 60 pounds in a month, and then I'm good. But like, you eat one thing that's off your. You know, what what you just deprive yourself you of and just completely backtracks the entire thing. I did that my whole life. I lost ninety seven pounds in a year. I did it. But what what like what was the point if I didn't build any muscle? I didn't build any real habits. I didn't build consistency. I just I saw it more as like it's a one year goal rather than a lifetime. So now I'm at a point where yeah, I'm losing weight slower, but I'm gaining muscle. I'm getting, you know, just my, I'm, I feel like I'm getting more def- definition. I'm, you know, more lean rather than skinny fat. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's what I really want. I want to, yeah. I want to have actual like long-term effects yeah. of getting fit. Yeah. Yeah. You know?
0: Well, there's also the added benefit just from the, the mental stimulation of working yeah. out yeah. like the, 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 the mental great. benefits, the, the emotional benefits, you feel better, you're less yeah. stressed. It takes more to stress you mm-hmm. out. You sleep better, you eat better. It, it starts to compound in a positive way when you start building that lifestyle as opposed to the, like instead of saying I'm on a diet it's I'm uh, I'm making a lifestyle decision that's it yeah 100% yeah and it's long term exactly.
2: you're thinking long term not like when we you were young oh, you know you want to be rich you want to be this you want to do it in like you know what can I do in one year two years but we're not thinking what can I do in 10 15 years yeah. right and we get older then we yeah. start to think that way and it's like well you know it would have been nice to think that way in our 20s or, or
3: have mm-hmm. that
1: sort of guidance right 100% like I don't want to I don't want to be forty and my fucking back
3: hurts. I mean, no matter what when you're forty, <laughs> <it's not hard. laughs> just it doesn't matter what you. Your back's gonna hurt at forty, but there's yeah. a lot of forty-year-olds out there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But you
1: know don't, what I mean? Like, yeah, I, yeah. it's like it's like if I could do something about it now while I'm young, like I'm only twenty-seven, man. It's fucking young, nice. right? It's like, like why not? It's I want to actually be thriving, not just existing, when I'm ten years, twenty years older. Mm-hmm. So that's also a part of it.
0: I like that thriving. Yeah. I think that's important. You're not just living for for today.
1: No, I'm I'm tired of feeling like I can't have, I can't do more things. You know, with my body. So I always there's been so many times where I, like I'm bending over to tie my shoes, I'm out of breath. I'm like, why the fuck am I out of breath? <laughs> yeah. It's like I sh- I'm twenty, I'm twenty, like I'm twenty years old. you yeah. know what I'm saying? So yeah, I don't know. It's just at some point you just gotta get tired of it and move on. Yeah. Whether that's your weight. Your struggles with depression, or your fucking shitty relationship,
3: whatever it is. You got you to gotta want the change more than you have to you're want okay to with change. Just being okay with what it is, like it, like it's, yeah. it's so hard. to like, you know what? I just yeah. want, I want the change more than anything else. Like I yeah. just want to go and get it yeah. for me. Yeah, you yeah. Because always it's, it's hard. You do things for other people other times, like then you realize, like you said the first time, you talked about sustainability earlier. Like yeah, it's got to be stuff that you can do consistently. Mm-hmm. Like it's like instead of like oh, I'm just gonna try to lose all this weight. And For be done, and say, like, yeah. "No, no, I'm going to do this so slowly." So now, instead of, so you don't crash, so have a exactly. So instead now, it's like, yeah, so now I'm so used to getting up and not seeing my phone two hours. Like this mm-hmm. part of my life now. So like when you when you things change, it's like, oh, like it feels weird. It's like I want to go back to that routine. I know. Well, it's
1: so easy as human beings to just like let slip, go, slip, yeah, and slip. You, you we want to be dumb and like just very basic. No, no one wants to really work hard. Like naturally, I feel like we're just meant to just exist. Hmm. I don't know, this is my opinion, but... I feel like we should, though. Like, I mean, we should. We it would should, be nice man. to it let go and just as, eat fucking Cheetos yeah. all day. Yeah, just <laughs> chill out, but you can't, so, yeah. But, like, yeah, you're just not going to live a good life, though. No. It's it's just no. I don't know. You like, just feel lived. like shit all the time. Yeah. I, don't wanna, I, don't, I don't like feeling like shit. I like feeling good, mm-hmm. especially because I, I know what it feels like to feel good now. Mm-hmm. So you can't go back. Nope. And you, you make
3: know? so many people feel good, too, Right. Yeah. like with your comedy and stuff, you look at just laugh, man. Like your stuff, I watch and just laugh. Man. <laughs> I just I laugh. Thank man. you, man. <laughs> like, yeah, you're, like you're hilarious. Thanks, man. You no, I appreciate. For, that. Like the, especially the hockey guys, man. Because <laughs> like I know hockey balls. Like you know, you, end, right. you see the shows and it's just like and I share them and it's like That's it's, it's it. so fun and it's so like as long as you're canadian it's relatable it's like i feel yeah. like it's not as relatable to the states maybe yeah hockey in some stuff. parts yeah. yeah but like yeah but like we have so much other stuff to be like yeah documents hockey guys i'm going, oh, yeah that's this guy that's it i know exactly who that guy yeah is like. <laughs> <But> <laughs> i think anybody's
2: like we all had our crews of like, the great guy the italian guy the this guy yeah yeah guy, for sure it's yeah. so
1: relatable right yeah that's the no point man i don't know it just comes down to me just being who i am It's says i'm an extension of the people i grew up with right i grew up with all these people and so i'm just speaking for them Mm-hmm. Is there Very any cool. new
2: characters, like famous yeah, people that you're working, you working on right, right
1: now? On? Well, yeah. I mean, um, there's actually a new like New York Italian character that I'm working on that I did a couple of videos now and like people really like it. So nice. I'm going to do that one more often. Um, what does that one sound like? <laughs> it's more like, you know, I'm a fucking asshole. You understand me? <laughs> All right, if you don't fucking come over here and do what I want you to do, I'm going to break your knees. And take it to Queens You understand me <laughs> Alright See me walking around here Like I'm a fucking scumbag Huh Think I'm a fucking asshole Think I'm a jerk off You're a fucking jerk off This <laughs> is <laughs> right? yeah. very like Basic New yeah, York town cool. right um, But like I saw I feel, the
2: Italian Versus Italian one Yeah yeah With my boy Jojo down.
1: Yeah 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 that was funny Yeah Canadian versus American town But yeah I mean like I know I'm actually very Like I'm open Knowing like I'm not good at all the accents, obviously, like actually the hardest ones for me to do that I really want to try and do better at are the the West Indies, Uh Jamaican is actually well actually I'm not even gonna try because it's that was the one on the hard patois is on the you have to know and understand patois in order to actually do the accent as well you know what I'm saying like that's actually one of the hardest ones I've ever attempted and I'm like you know what I'm just gonna fucking stay off so <laughs> I, I can get it because I actually, it. I did one video actually that did really well and then people really liked it like. Have kind of big love, obviously, from the Jamaican community and everything like that, which is nice. But it's like, can I do more? Yeah, exactly. right. That's the hardest part. You can yeah. do. I can always do like one or two of, of certain ones. Like I did a Trini one. I think I'm pretty good at it. But like that one's also like I have to actually really prepare for it. That one's hard for me to just improv right off the bat. Like there's certain ones like that that it's like you gotta prep if they're actually prep. Yeah. But other ones I'm like I could just like switch it on like like my own accent. I'll be Persian. It's like I live that life more than anything else, right? But the more the the more I live. My life now, and the newer accents I I see or I hear, um sometimes it's like much harder to do those certain ones because I've only been around this person like I don't know these types of people, like I don't know one percent of my life mm. rather as opposed to like fifty. Yeah. Right. So yeah. it just matters on who your upgra- upbringing is and yeah. you know who you're around more so and
0: it's almost like you got to um, be able to hear it in your head before you can. That's what I'm saying.
1: You have to be around it. Like yeah. you have to actually live it. Right. It's like, like weirdly enough, like I know Tamil. I can speak Tamil, like certain, because one of my boys is Tamil, right? It's like, I've been over to his house my whole life, and I heard his mom speak, and like, how their accent is, and like, how, what food they eat, I've been around their food, I've been around their music. You know, you learn about the culture, right? It's about representing the culture. Yeah. It's not just about, like, you know, the accent. It's like, there's more to it, you know what I'm saying? So,
2: yeah. I still love the Persian stuff, too. It's yeah. always <laughs> yeah. on, I always on point.
1: That's just, so that's just the easiest for me. And because, because I know so many Persian people, it's yeah. like, yeah, that's exciting. But, but that's just that's my like, mom, you know? Yeah. It's. <laughs> That's the closest thing to me. Is yeah, I'm just making fun of my mom. Right? <laughs> it's like doing a I don't know, like, like a Chinese accent is 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 like my boy, like Aaron. You know what I'm saying? I would grow up with right. It's not my mom, but still close. Yeah. So you know what I'm saying? Like it's the hierarchy of the accents. Yeah, I think it matters. Yeah, Because
3: yeah. you're you're around it more too, right? You're around and you hear it more.
1: Yeah, of course. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like the, that's why, I like you know, the hockey guys or like the Italians. You know what I'm saying? Or like, um. I don't know, like Indian even. Like I've been around those my whole life, like the most. And that's why I feel like I'm really, I'm, I'm solid at those ones more than anything. Um, but then like there's other ones that I, I just naturally, I think if I practice, I'll get really good at too, which that has been the case. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's like, I've actually never been around Russian people. Really? But I, I think it's one of my strongest accents, to be honest. Wow. And people okay. tell me all the time, right? Yeah. I don't do it as much, but I just, yeah, it's just something that comes very easy to me. It's just, I don't know, the way my brain works, Yeah, I can pick up on the accents and the rhythms and the cadence of the speech more than others easier, right? Mm. So that's why when I said, like, Jamaican or, like, mm. Trini and, like, Guyanese, it's, like, the hardest. Mm. It's, like, there's certain things I could say, but it's, like, after that, I'm fucked.
3: Yeah, it's, like, all, how you say it. To it's you how you win. say it. Yeah, it's, like, yeah. the,
1: everyone has different dialects, especially in those um, cultures as well. It's, like, there's so many. You can't, I don't want to fuck it up. I don't want to, like,
2: yeah make them. Look, bad either, it's right? so unique—the Trini Guyanese. I love it so much. When anytime yeah. you so much from there, it's oh, it's so prominent. You can tell right away. You're like, yes, let's do that's this. what I'm saying. Yeah, it's like well, I so I
1: funny enough. One of my boys from back home, he, he is Guyanese, and so I actually I like I feel like I know a lot about that culture too. But also, it's like sometimes I, when I think of ideas for videos, I don't know what to do with them. It's like I know the accent. It's just like, what do I do with it though? I don't want yeah. to just do the accent You know what I'm I
3: saying the scenario That works right That yeah. Uh, yeah, makes it all That's what I'm saying together. I don't want to just like, do Just for the fun of it Right
1: so It's like, know, like All I know like All I can do for like Guyanese is like You know A, sto- a story I have I always tell my boys And we always laugh about It's like Whenever I'd walk into the, Like my friend Matt's house His grandmother's always there And she's always yelling Whenever we walk in the house Like Machu you want Peppa Pot. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. You know me. You know. You know me next daughter. You know me next daughter. She loves Peppa Pot. You know what I'm saying? Like you know what I'm saying. Like, she always said that. And like, like me next daughter, right? It's like, yeah. There's a like certain. There's
0: certain words that almost trigger the entire thing. Yeah. 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 So, okay.
1: but like that's all I know. Like that. Like I know more things. It's just that. It's like, what else do I do with that? Yeah. 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 Right. It's like you have those certain things, but. yeah. Well, listen.
0: I, uh, always a pleasure. Thank you for coming by appreciate your time appreciate you sharing your story and your your advice and then sort of telling us what what works for you and what, what didn't work and um yeah this has been fantastic i'm excited to see this uh, this tour of yours i think it's going to be fantastic 100 uh, percent, man you're I gonna kill, kill it, it. Yeah. And just, just
2: just quickly it's it. demonized to follow you on yeah all on everything yeah,
1: yeah. and uh, excuse me i just burped um <laughs> I just came. I was drinking bubbly, man. I'm not gonna lie. That's right. a good stuff. <laughs> um, yeah. So anyway, running. the last thing I going to plug is the, the, the last show that we're doing is in Toronto. It's at a theater, mm-hmm. and um, it's going to be filmed as a special. So
3: when when is it? Cool. October 22nd. Well, you'll see on uh, next week. I'll post on my social. So
0: okay. Awesome. Yeah. Amazing. Tickets, so definitely. good to have yeah, you, brother. Sure, yeah. Thank you yeah, very I much know for coming, brother. Appreciate it. Oh, yeah!
3: I like. I like. I like. I love watching stand-up. So means a lot. Like yeah. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. It's always a fun time live. Yeah.
0: Awesome. Oh, well, I'm yeah, thanks, to. guys. I Thank appreciate it
3: very
1: yeah, much, man. We really appreciate yeah. it. brother. appreciate <laughs> it. Hell yeah. <laughs>
2: All right, brother. Thank you, guys.